people into the room it's your girl coach t and we're back after an amazing 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 room yesterday um it left me thinking i hope that you guys were thinking um today i'm from the room yesterday in the morning where um mom miss tina and dixie were speaking about the power of words and i was just listening to them and I was listening to Miss Bev speak and I was just listening to everybody share. I was so inspired to do a room today because what I was hearing is where you are now, you will not be forever. We have the opportunity to move. This isn't our final destination. And I'm talking mentally, emotionally, spiritually and physically. We are not a tree. We have the power to move. And sometimes that's the only thing that we got to do. We've just got to decide to move. And it really, really inspires me because some of the people in the room, I have the opportunity to coach. Um, many of the people that drop in and out, I've had the opportunity to get to know, or even when new people are just coming in and coming in and coming in, I'm always open to just listening. I'm open to hearing where people are at and where they want to go, what they want to do, you know, how they want to move. And I recognize that movement has been something that has been my superpower. And so my first love was dance. And obviously when you're just moving, you're dancing, you're listening to the music and you're vibing and you're going with it. And that's been my foundation. So whenever I'm in a difficult circumstance or an amazing circumstance, one of my foundations is move, keep it moving. Let that thing move through you. Let that thing be with you. Sometimes we're afraid to move. Sometimes we're stuck because we think this is it. Like this is it. We don't see the options available to us. We don't have vision. We don't execute. And so today I was just inspired to really speak into you guys that wherever you are, in whatever season you're currently in, this is not it. This is not the end. This is just a moment in time. And this moment in time is valuable. But are you valuing it? This moment in time is probably teaching you something. This moment in time is blessing you. This moment in time could be tutoring you. This moment in time could be drawing out the greatness within you. But that's all it is. And the more that we become present to the current moment is the more that we start to recognize that we have the power to move. We have the power to elevate. We have the power to change. But we've got to just decide 
And we were talking about this briefly yesterday, the difference between a choice and a decision. And I see the choice as the fork road, as when you get to a road, there's a couple of paths, you have a choice. Mm, what path am I gonna take? You also have a choice just to stand there and look. And sometimes in our life, that's what we're doing. We're just standing there and looking at all of the options, but we're not taking any. We're not stepping down one of those lanes and continually stepping down that lane. We're just standing still. And I remember in the season of about 25, 25, you know, 2015, 2016, I kept reading that quote, you have the power to move, you're not a tree. And in the same breath, we will literally compare ourselves to trees and growth. But a tree's roots are so solid in the ground. And if you've ever seen a massive tree, please understand the roots are just as big under the ground. And we don't see that. Just like when you see an iceberg, you're only seeing the tip of the iceberg. The majority of the time within our lives, we're just observing the tip of the iceberg. We're just observing the tree. What are we doing about our roots? How are we watering them? How are we nourishing them? How are we understanding them? And the more that we get to understand our roots, the more that we get to water them, that's where when we get to those fork roads, choices become easier. So over the last couple of days, we've been speaking a lot about relationships. And actually, for the last three weeks, every Wednesday in Shake the Room, I've been doing different talks with males and females, and we've been speaking about relationships. And this morning, I heard something, and it said, until you know who you are, you can't pick the relationships that are going to fulfill you. Because the relationships help you navigate the journey. And a lady asked me a question in the room yesterday, and it was to do with relationships. And, I, and she was basically saying, you know, how can she manage her relationships? How can she trust in relationships? And I said, the minute that you understand that relationships are life is the minute that it changes the game. But you guys will hear me come in here every single week. And I will always talk about a relationship with self. I will always talk about knowing yourself. I will always talk about understanding yourself. Because the minute that you do, then you can pick, choose, create relationships that support you. A lot of the time, the reason why our choices or our relationships are not supporting us is because we don't know who we are. So we're not picking things that are helping us get to that destination. We're just randomly at that fork road, looking down the path, thinking, mm, maybe possibly I'll try this one. Mm, maybe possibly I'll try that one. Mm, maybe possibly I'll try this lane. But when you wake up and you know, when you wake up and you know, this is my destination, you know the path you've got to walk. You know where to go. And you know along that way, if assistance comes to help you, if it's the right assistance. If you've ever been on holiday somewhere and you're like, you're, you're a tourist, right? So you're looking around at the places you want to visit. You already know where you want to go. 
You might put your maps on on your phone like I do. And when you're walking with those maps, they don't make no damn sense to me. I don't know. Apparently left is right and right is left and up is down and down is up. I don't get it. I get lost. But in a car, I'm very good. But when I have to walk somewhere and follow that map, nah, I get lost. However, I'm very clear on where I want to go, what I want to see. So along the way, if I ask people for help, I know why I'm asking them for help. It's the exact same with our lives. We've got choices. We're at fork roads. We've got options. But if you don't know where you're going, how are you going to know what path to take? If you don't know who you are, how are you really going to know what relationships are supporting you and helping you? How? But let's skip the part about knowing thyself. Let's skip the part about being with ourselves. Let's skip the part about understanding our roots and nurturing our foundation, should we? I don't think so. But one of the most beautiful things that I get to experience every single day of my life, based on job roles that I chose to create, I didn't walk into them, I created them, is the beauty of when a person decides to know their self, the options that open up for them, the movement that takes place, how much the destination shifts, how much vision comes. So I just felt very inspired today to share with all of you that this isn't the final destination. This isn't it. This is just a part of the journey. But are you willing to make a choice? Are you willing to find out who you are, why you are, what you are? So then you know why you're choosing the choices. Listen, I got a new job the other week and it's so in alignment with who I am. And there was a time in my life where I was just kind of picking a job to get by because I needed to get money to support my family. Or I needed to go out into the world and create a job and have a job because I was bored at home. And so I just applied for anything or I applied for things that sounded good or felt like mm, that might be fun or mm, that might be interesting. But at this stage in my life, based on the relationship I have with myself, based on the relationship I have with life, based on the relationship I have with God and people, I will never work another day in my life just because I need money just because I need to support my family. The only jobs that I will ever do are because I want to do them, are because they're a part of my path, are because they are helping me, healing me, leading me, allowing me to help others, heal others, support others, have impact or influence or create a positive difference. We talk about boundaries in relationships outside of us, but what about the boundaries in the relationships with you? Why are we just going to work? 
Why are we just doing things to get by? Why are we just thinking we need to do X, Y, or Z to support our families? But what about us? And I'll tell you something for free. When I seriously started to support myself first, the way that I can support my family is different. It's different. Sometimes, more time, perhaps all the time, because we're not having a healthy relationship with ourselves, we're overcompensating in the relationships with others. So we over provide for our children. We over give to our partners. We over work because we want to look good or be validated. Because we've forgotten our value. We've forgotten how valuable we are. And when you see yourself differently, you get paid differently. Sometimes you're doing the most and getting paid the minimum. And guess what? You're replaceable. So when they no longer need you, they let you go and someone else fills your position. But when I'm talking about you as a soul and I'm talking about you as a whole person, you know what the real truth is? You're irreplaceable. But do you know that? You're irreplaceable. How are you playing your position? I was out this weekend and I was talking to some people and having a conversation and we were talking about relationships, funnily enough. And in the dynamics of that relationship, something came out of my mouth along the lines of, I know my position and I play it well. And that doesn't just go for relationships, that goes for work. When I go to do a job or I go for a contract, I know, like I know, like I know, like I know, you ain't getting no one else that can deliver like me. But some of the jobs that we're waking up every single day and choosing to do, they can replace you. And they can replace you because you don't even know the full value that you're, you can take to that job or be in that place. But the beauty of this conversation is when you really start to know the value within you, when you really start to see yourself differently, when you really decide that when you're at that fork road and you have a point to make a choice of what path to take, you know what path to take if you know who you are and where you need to go. It's clear, it's right in front of you. And then you know when relationships come up along that path, you know which ones are going to be the ones that are going to help you get further. But it comes from being able to know thyself in the beginning, being willing to know thyself. And when I see people walk into my rooms and they start to get information that they never accessed before, and they start to believe the information and they start to apply the information and then their lifestyle changes. Let me tell you, there is no better feeling because the freedom that they experience, the joy that they access, 
the happiness that they invite in. That's the game changer right there. So wherever you are now, this doesn't have to be the final destination, but we're gonna have to make some choices. And then we're gonna have to make a decision. So when I choose the path and then I walk the path, I've made my decision. And obstacles might come along the way. There might be traffic. There might be roadblocks. There might be roundabouts. But ultimately, when I remember what I decided and I keep going, and I just keep going, guys, guess what? When I look back, I'm nowhere near where I was. I'm no longer at the fork road. I'm halfway down the road. And I pray that we can do that in our lives. I pray that we can recognize when you wake up every single day, you're at a fork road. Every single morning that you wake up, you have a choice. And you choose to live a certain life that can deeply fulfill you. You can choose new thoughts. You can choose new ideas. You can choose new careers. You can choose new relationships. You can choose new perspectives. Or you can stand in the ones that you've already made and remain in the same place. And when you choose new thoughts, ideas, perspectives, relationships, jobs, careers, partners, whatever it is, you can choose ones that fulfill you or you can choose ones that drain you, but you've got a choice. And the crazy thing about what we do sometimes is we keep choosing the same things, deciding on the same things. And we then have the audacity to think that things are not moving and that life is stuck. Life is never stuck because everything is energy and energy is made up of things like atoms and when you understand atoms atoms are always moving it's the only reason that it appears that things are not moving and the only reason that it appears that things are stuck is because you keep choosing the same things einstein says doing the same things over and over and over again, expecting different results is what? Insanity. So when we wake up and we don't feel good, we can choose to stay in not feeling good or we can choose to reach for something that supports us to feel good. When we go to bed, we can choose to go to sleep and be super grateful for the whole day, everything we've had. Or we can choose to go to bed upset, mad, tired, angry. I bet half of you actually go to bed tired. I rarely go to bed tired. I go to bed just to reset because I'm not tired of the life that I live. I'm not tired of these experiences. You know, sometimes I'm just like, I need to capture this. I need to take a picture of this moment in time because it's so amazing, it's so beautiful. But I remember when there was a time where 
it didn't feel like that every letter that I was writing to myself was please help me help me think differently help me feel differently I was just writing them to myself I was writing them to the universe I was writing them to God I was just writing please please help me to think better feel better see better how can I move from here how can I feel better oh my god I, I was just asking and one day I heard a sermon by T.D. Jakes and he was talking about who he was before he became who he is. And he said that although he was out here preaching and in church and his church was growing, he was going home to no lights on. He was going home to no lights on. He was getting evicted. Him and his children were having to live in places that just did not look like his purpose. Sometimes your season doesn't look like your assignment. Sometimes your season doesn't look like your assignment. But he said he went up in that house when the lights were turned off and he shouted to the house and said, something is lying to me. Something is lying to me. He wasn't willing to hold himself accountable to that space because he knew it was just a season. He knew it was not the final destination. He wasn't willing to let his current circumstances define him. He wasn't willing to allow that to be his truth. Sometimes, more time, all the time, the higher you go, the lower you gotta get in. The higher the tree grows, the deeper the roots are. And so he had to see past the wind that was blowing around him. And he had to dig into his roots and say, something in this place is lying to me. And at the time, it felt like I was just having debt after debt after debt, because I went from having a good job to losing the job, to living um, my lit life, to having to pay and manage the same things. And things just shifted and I could feel myself dipping. I could feel myself getting overwhelmed by my circumstances. And I knew that that wasn't my portion. That wasn't my assignment, but yet it was a season that I had to experience. It was a season I had to be present to. I had to get on my knees and hide when the bailiffs were at my door and cry because I was a hella mad with the decisions I had made. I was a hella mad with the choices I had made but I was willing to be mad with myself so I could get better, so I could think better, so I could choose better, so I could decide better. When I coach, I often say to a lot of my clients, y'all ain't mad enough. Y'all don't wanna change enough. You don't want it bad enough. And I was so angry and I was so mad because I wanted it bad enough. I wanted to feel better. I wanted to see myself better. I wanted to be able to help and support and just know that, yo, something better is out there. Like I said last week in this room, I've got more, you've got more. And I'm willing to tell myself that. But in that season, it didn't look like my assignment. It didn't feel like my assignment for sure. But I heard what TD Jake said. 
and I looked around at my circumstances, I looked around at my relationships, yo, I went to my account statement and I wrote on them, you are lying to me because I'm radical. I am radical about change and I will do shit that looks crazy. And I wrote on my statements, you are lying to me. You're lying to me. I spoke to my house with the floor that was flooded and it was broken. I said, yo, you're lying to me. I called out my circumstances and I said, yo, you're lying to me. And when I was able to do that, I was then able to say to myself, okay, cool, what's the truth? And I had to sit down and write down for days, for days, hear what I'm saying to you, for days, every day, what I deserve. 10 things a day, what I deserve. I deserve to feel good. I deserve to be paid for being me. I deserve to be in love and fulfilling deeply amazing relationships. I deserve to be heard. I deserve to be seen. I deserve a life that deeply excites me. I deserve. Because you know what? I heard my core belief. And underneath my circumstances, there was a lot that I believed that I didn't deserve. But with new information, <laughs> with new information comes new opportunities. If you're willing to apply the information, some of you are in rooms that are too comfortable for you. And you're standing at that fork road and you have a choice to move, but you're just standing there. Some of you are in relationships that are too comfortable for you and you're standing at the fork road and you have to make a decision, but you're just standing there. Some of you are in jobs that you are ready to move from, but you're just standing there. And I just want to tell y'all, like I told you last week, not only have you got more, but this week it's time to move. Because where you are now, you don't have to be there forever. And when I wrote down those 10 things, this is a plug for some of you. When I wrote down those 10 things every single day that I deserve, yo, my lenses changed. The relationships I was in changed. The conversation I was, conversations I was willing to have changed. The rooms I was willing to be in changed. The people I was willing to be around changed. The money I was willing or feeling like I even deserved to earn changed. The times that I was willing to give to other people in the name of work changed. Changed. Because I was at a fork road. And not only did I have a choice, but I made a decision. And when I made a decision, momentum came. Momentum came. And that momentum looks like signing up for courses. That meant that I could have more knowledge. Going into rooms to learn things that I'd never heard, didn't understand, didn't really know what that was. Momentum, move. 
talking to people that I wouldn't normally speak to, having conversations that made me uncomfortable, applying for jobs that were out of my league, punching higher than my weight, because something was lying to me and I needed to see the truth. And the truth was I had more, but I needed to have momentum. I needed to have movement. And then when I got the momentum and I got the movement, guess what? Opportunities came, but I had to be open to them. I had to be open to the different conversations. I had to be open to the change. I had to be open to new perspective, new ideas, new ways of being. And when I stayed open, guess what guys? My vision changed. Without vision, we shall perish. If you don't know where you're going, why you're going, where are you going? If you don't know why you're going, where you're going, who you're even going with, why are you going? My walk changed. I always knew who I was walking with, but I had to have integrity with my relationship of who I was walking with. And who I was walking with was me, myself, and I, and the creator, God. And so I had to work on that relationship with self and that relationship with God past anything I'd ever seen, known or heard before. Past my parents' ideas, my grandparents' ideas, my family and friends' ideas. I had to sit with me and work on my vision. And when the vision became so clear, what did I have to do? Execute. What am I still doing? Executing. Did y'all catch it? I just gave you a formula to move. Don't come into these rooms and sit here. Don't come into these rooms and just listen. Come into these rooms with an intention. And even if your intention is to learn something new, I pray the room gives it to you. Even if your intention is to feel better than when I came in, I pray this room gives it to you. Even if your intention is, yo, I'm a kickstart my day in the best way yet. That's why you're here. I pray this room gives it to you. But when you walk around intentional, when you choose to be purposeful, life starts to play with you. It's always been playing with you. But maybe you haven't seen this again. So maybe you're not playing chess, but life is playing chess with you. And life is like, checkmate. But you got to get in the position to win. And then you got to play your position. And it starts with choice. And then it goes into decisions. And then it goes into movement. And then it goes into knowledge and opportunities and access and information. And it goes into change and shifting and learning and growing and flourishing. And when then you apply it and you execute, you bloom. But the saddest thing is some of us barely give ourselves an option to grow, let alone bloom. 
Some of us don't even allow ourselves to be planted in something new. We're planted in the same old thinking, the same old ideas, the same old relationships, the same old jobs, the same old conversations, the same old perceptions. And I'm just saying, what happens when you plant yourself in something new? Last year, it landed on my spirit to do a mindset group. And actually it was nudged heavily by my mum. And I didn't want to help people like, yeah, I don't know, kind of, I'm always willing to share my knowledge, but I'm very happy to write a little post on Facebook or a little post under my pretty little pictures. I'm very happy to hide. I'm very happy to just write something and hope you catch the message. And it was like, Nati, it's time to, it's time to do this. And being encouraged by my mum, when you know who you are, the relationships around you will deeply support you. Allowed me to create the mindset group. And funny enough, she wasn't even in it at the time. And I opened it and we started. And from day one, one of the women allowed herself to be super vulnerable and it shifted that whole room. By her allowing herself to be super vulnerable, all of the other people in that circle at the time were like, oh gosh, here we go. And it was like, we all took a deep breath. And in that moment, we realized we had to let go and be. And it was an incredible journey. It was supposed to be a month. It ended up being five months. And where those people started and where they finished, and along the way, two more people came in on their knees. I shut the doors and people were trying to get in, trying to get in until they got in. And then I doubled up the numbers and I did something called the level up and more people got in. And then now after the level up, I'm doing something called elevate and more people are coming in. And one thing that we've truly learned in there is how much healing comes in community. How much healing comes in community, but it comes with being able to be vulnerable. I'm gonna come on these platforms and I'm gonna tell you the up, the down, the ins, the outs, the ugly. Sometimes I'll cry, sometimes I'll be high, sometimes I'll be in between, sometimes I'll be whatever. Cause we're spiritual beings having a human experience. And a part of that is growth. And growth comes through challenges. Growth comes through being willing to challenge who you are being willing to challenge your beliefs, being willing to leap into your fears. I went to lunch in the sky last week because I used to be scared of heights. I can easily affirm, I don't think I am anymore. <laughs> I don't think I am. I used to be scared of doing things alone. I don't think I am. And I know I've always been able to do things by myself, but I mean, or be with myself, but actually go out to dinner by myself. Mm -mm, I don't used to do them things. But as I went on a self-love journey, I started dating myself, like seriously dating myself. I go out to eat often by myself and best believe I get pretty as hell to do it. I started dating myself before I allow myself to date other people. I'm willing to date me. I started making different choices, different decisions. And through those different choices and decisions come different outcomes. But my life, looks nothing like it used to, nothing. I'm quite an observant person, so I do learn a lot. 
And when I learn things, I apply things. And so when I apply them, that's where it becomes even deeper. That's where it becomes wisdom. That's where it becomes like knowledge. I actually apply the stuff. But to ever think I would be speaking technically, really sharing. You couldn't have told me that this was what I was going to do ever. Nah, Tonya wanted to dance and have a hairdresser on the weekend that she managed and, and um, be like a lawyer or psychologist in the week. That was what I was going to do. And best believe I'm doing everything I said I was going to do. Everything. Every childhood dream I'm bringing to reality. Everything. Everything I've ever said I'm going to do, I do it. Because it's within me. Everything that's in you, are you willing to do it? Or are you letting your circumstances define you? One of the best things that a teacher done is told me, and it was only one, because he was ignorant, God bless him, that I wouldn't amount to nothing. And he thought that was gonna define me. That was the best motivation that I had to the point that when I sat his exams, he was my business teacher. When I sat his mocks in year 10, I fell asleep <laughs> for three hours. I said, oh, we got three hours, it's cool. I'll do it in an hour. And I went to sleep. When I woke up and I saw, oh my God, I've got an hour left. Of course I couldn't complete the paper. And he went out of his way to walk around that classroom, which I just think about now. And I think, oh my gosh, that was so out of line. But what he did was when we got our results back, he walked around the classroom individually, putting the paper down on the desk saying, A, A, oh, B, B, you got a C. And I was in top sets. And in the whole class, he landed my paper on my desk and he went, F. <laughs> you got an F. <laughs> and I was like, damn fool, I fell asleep. <laughs> you can't define me, idiot. That's what I felt in my head. But guess what? It gave me momentum. And so what he chose to do, because he had a choice, right, was put me into foundation. And I never sat any foundation exams. That was the only foundation exam I sat. At the time it was higher and foundation and less in maths, it was higher intermediate and foundation. And when I realized that that man had that kind of power over me, I said, backside, let me fix up. Let me show him who I am. Let me show him that he don't get to define me. Let me show him that you might think I'm stupid, but you watch. And that was the momentum that I needed to fix up. And I said, you can let me sit foundation. I'm going to get the highest C you've ever seen. And of course I got a C. It was the highest mark I could get. Of course I got it. Another woman tried to do the same thing and ring up my mom. Like, you do what you're doing, miss, but you don't call my parents. You don't call my parents. Because my mom and dad, they weren't feeling a play when I was in school. But they rang them and said, I ain't doing my coursework. Why are you going to do that? Now my ass is grounded. And I just thought, this is ridiculous. But you know what? I sat there and I actually put some effort in. I actually done my coursework. And imagine when I took the coursework in, the woman said to me, who did you pay? <laughs> Nobody, miss. That was my work. And I was the only person in the class that got an A star. When you just apply yourself, you've got more.
when you stop allowing the things around you and outside of you to define you, stuff starts to shift. But you gotta be willing to find that momentum. You gotta be willing to be open and take the opportunities. You gotta be willing to have the vision and then you gotta execute. And I'm so grateful that those lessons in school, I took the lesson and I made it work for me. Other people make that work against them. I made it work for me. And any time that I feel under pressure, any time that I feel pressed, any time that I feel that my, my circumstances are defining me or I'm allowing people to define me, I remember those opportunities that I had. I remember those times where I was being tutored. I remember those times when I was tested. And I'm like, you slayed these dragons before, you're gonna slay them again. And so I do. And I invite you to search within your own life, search within your own self and see where you've been at that crossroad before. See the choices that have been available to you and then see the decisions that you made, not anybody else, you. What decisions did you make? And in this current day, in this living gift of the present, are you still allowing your past to define you? Or are you gonna now make choices and decisions that are gonna reveal the truth to you? Are you willing? Are you willing? Because where you are now is not where you need to be forever. Anybody got anything to say? Any questions, any thoughts, any ideas, anything that this may have spoke to you today, anything that you needed to hear, please come up to the stage. And again, it's been a powerful week in Shake the Room. Ooh. And I'm just grateful. I'm seriously, seriously grateful for all of your energy and time. I appreciate it deeply. Grand Rising Mother, how are we? Today, I just wanted to show up and say, today has really hit me. Yes. Um, the biggest lie that, one of the biggest lies that I was telling myself when I spoke to my accountability partner, Dixie, about this word that I used to use called that I am shy. I used to say I am shy. <laughs> um, and I realise now looking into the word shy that no, I, I'm, I'm not that because shyness comes from, it's, it's like you're afraid of somebody else's opinion or somebody else's view or somebody else's. So it's, it's almost like I'm not being my truth. And um, yesterday I spoke to the amazing Dawn, who's here as well. And, you know, she had messaged me after my room and said that, you know, she understood, but she's not religious. religious. So I wanted to speak about that because sometimes when um, a lot of us speak, we might mention God. I just wanted to say that religion, it means realign. So religious just comes from a Latin root word that means realign you back to something. So sometimes the issue that we have with religion is that the way that people practice it. But if we understand the root word is realigning us back to something or someone, 
or you know, Tanya will speak and say universe, she will say God, she will say Allah, she will say Jah, she will say whatever. So sometimes God just means the good, or that feeling or that vibration of yeah, goodness and oneness and, and peace and love and you know, all them uplifting things there. So sometimes, yes, we might use the word God, we might say Jesus, we might say universe, we might say source, we might say creator, we might say everything is everything. I normally divide, define, my, define myself as a spiritual being. So religion, it may come across like religion, but religion, the word means to realign you back to something at its core and at its root. So I just wanted to say that. And Tanya, the part that you missed out is, yeah, I was saying, Tanya, you know what? People are not getting it in exercise. It's their mindset. It's not the exercise. It's their mindset. I knew this because I knew why I wasn't getting the exercise yet. So I was like, they need a mindset group. They need a mindset group. And I would just kind of go into her ear <laughs> and whisper that occasionally. And then she did the mindset group. And guess what? I thought that I didn't require it. <laughs> Girl, I had to ring Tanya and say, can I still fit in? <laughs> and I entered the circle, like, in tears. I'm so grateful that I entered the circle. So grateful that I'm a part of, I was a part of Mindset. I was a part of um, Leveling Up. And now I'm a part of Elevate, the group Elevate. And I'm loving it. Last but not least, Tanya, on what you said with the word execute. So when you spoke about your circumstances, when you spoke about something's lying you, you mentioned les brown and you explained how he had said that about his his circumstances and you td jakes about, not les brown td jakes and you said about your house and calling it you know there's a lie here and calling it that was part of her execution that was part of her killing that lie killing that part of herself that you know it, it's not it was a lie so that was the execute EX means to bring out of. So execution is like you have to execute, bring out that part of you. So she was bringing out that lie, bringing out that covering up, bringing up, like like I said about my shyness, that part that I'm hiding away or covering up. The execution, because it says execute is basically to accomplish, achieve, discharge, effect, fulfill, and perform. So education is also bringing out what's naturally within. So sometimes that's why school doesn't work because in Tanya's examples of her teachers, they were, they sometimes use a tactic that is trying to suppress and not bring out what is naturally within. So Tanya has been showing throughout her life execution and bringing out that thing that is naturally within her, performing from the ability within and discharging anything that didn't serve her and fulfilling and performing to be her effective self. So I really heard that and my key word that I'm taking away today is execution. And I know like when we used to dance, you know, Tanya and Claudine would speak to the pupils about executing the move. It's not just like doing it. It's not just like, oh, I'm just doing it. It's like, where's your execution? Where's your performance? Where's your ah, ah, power, you know, bringing it out of yourself? So, yeah, I really take away from today the word execution and thank you for you know, your talk today. I love that. And, you know, it reminded me when I was a dancer, my favourite word was charisma. That was my favourite word when I was a dancer, charisma. 
I just loved how it sounded. I loved how, what it felt like. I know mum's probably Googling it and she'll probably tell you now what it means, but I loved it. And for me, it felt like the individuality of the dancer, felt like the zest of the dancer, the, the innerness of the dancer coming out. It was beautiful. And I just want to leave you guys with, please just be your best today. Like seriously, please have some fun today. Please execute today. Please know that you have the power to move and do that. And when moving, man, this clubhouse room is moving my soul. It's moving me. And so what we've done is we've created an email address. Take the email address, guys. It is shaketheroom underscore ch at mel.com. Sorry. So it's basically shaketheroom underscore ch at mel.com. I would like you guys, because you don't, a lot of y'all sometimes don't come up here and speak, but you're here every day, which we appreciate. But what we're going to do with this email address is if you sign up, we're going to literally send you little bite-sized updates of what's happening in the room, the notes from what was happened. Oh, hey, Bev, from what happened in the room. And we're going to continue to grow it that way. And hopefully with these emails, if you've got friends that can't be here to listen, but you feel like a message might be for them, please pass it on. Please let them subscribe. Also, if you have any feedback, questions, anything that you would like us to speak on or come to, or you'd like to see some of us tag team because you've heard a couple different speakers, let us know. Guys, one thing, and Sue said it yesterday, one of the greatest healers is to stay connected is love but to stay connected and I'm trying to just build so many different ways for us to stay connected so many different ways for us to elevate so many different ways for us to execute and this is why I'm just here pouring this is my season to give and I'm giving this is my season to help whoever we can help touch as many lives I've got a big mission and one of my missions one of my dreams one of my visions is to it used to be it used to be to touch 10,000 women have impact on them. But originally it was 100,000 people. And how I started that mission was by investing in 100,000 sticks. My first order was 100,000 sticks. So if I could get 100,000 sticks out, that's how much sticks I had. Whoa, can you imagine? My God, look at God. Yes, that was the mission. I was like, if I could get sticks out, that's one message. That's one person. That was where it started. But then it became people. It became rooms. It became lifestyle conversations. And some of the people in here, they might speak. You might see them in a blog. You might hear them in a room. But I would like to say I've been a witness that where they started is not where they are. And where they are is not where they're going to go. But that it's a it's a journey, it's a process, it's a course of applying things, understanding things, opening up to things, and move. Yes, Miss Bev. Good morning. I don't even ever say good morning, but Grand Rising, how are you? Grand Rising. Um, I'm actually really good. You know, I wrote a really, really um kind of deep uh, and meaningful um, check-in today, and just listening to the word, I tell you, you just never know, what you were just saying about staying connected, it's just changed, it's literally just changed my whole mindset, just in the space of, how long have you been on? An hour. It's literally just changed it, and, you know, I was just thinking, you know, I'm confused, 
I'm confused. I don't know what's going on because there's been so much information this week. There's been so much, even in the short three days, there's been so much. And then last week and all of this stuff about relationships. And today I just feel there's nothing wrong. It's okay. It's fine. Where you are is fine. Where you're, where, where you're moving to, you don't have to know the destination. It's fine. And it just, something just touched me deep in my spirit. Just like I always say, something just hits me and it just washes over me. And your room this morning has just literally just washed over me and I feel clear. There is no answers, but I feel clear to not be clear. It's fine. And I just feel free and I feel happy and I feel light and I'm really, really grateful. So thank you so, so much. You're so welcome. And I love that. Sometimes we just don't give ourselves permission to be. We try to figure out everything and that's, half the problem but the answers come because your soul is asking that's the difference your soul is asking and when your soul starts asking things come they just do i want to keep plugging that to you guys too opportunities will come to you tanya yes ma'am i have a career just request so um i want to pick up the male that has been linked to this room and here and he's tanya's father and yesterday he made a request to me. So he said, could you please get Julie up on the stage? So I'm calling out Julie. I've invited you to speak. Your man is calling you high. Your king said, come to the stage. He's probably thinking, oh no, Claudius. <laughs> because he was just sharing how much you know she's getting out of it and like what Claudie like what Tanya just said it's so good when you hear that somebody who's been listening to the rooms yay she's coming to just share and bear witness to what they're getting and, and the fact that the king is um, requesting that how are you I love that. To so tell us, how have you been finding the clubhouse rooms? Absolutely amazing. Literally, each time I join, it's as if you're speaking to me. And I think, how does she know? <laughs> Literally, I'm, I'm the only one in the whole room. Oh my God, oh my God. How does Tanya know that? How do you, the topics that you've been choosing have been just right for me. Literally for what I need right now. And... I can only give thanks and praises because, like you said, I ask, mm. and then God gives. He 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 sends me what I want. Yeah. I don't always know that I want it or need it, but He sends it anyway. So there you go. You ask for it. There you go. I love and, that. Um, every room I've been in, Tina's room, your rooms, all of them. Like I said, it's like it's just me in the room and you're talking to me. So I'm getting battered and punched and thinking, "Come on, wake up, do this, do that." <laughs> um. <laughs> Because yes, I do feel like I've been, I've been stagnant. I've been still. I've been still for so long. And again, I'll say to Claudia, "Oh, this room was fantastic, wasn't it?" And you say, "Why don't you put your hand up?" And I say, "Because I'm not ready." Mm. <laughs> when, when is ready? When is ready? And the time is now. It certainly is. When it is ready. And like Tina said, is it because I'm shy? Is it because I think people think, "Well, what is she talking about?" Or am I not confident in what I feel and what I think? I don't Ooh. even think it's that. It's just. 
I love it, Julie, now you're speaking. You see, you got everybody putting up their hands. And do you know why I love this? So for those in the room, this is my dad's partner. And this is what family looks like, you know? But not just family, this is what growth looks like. And I'll tell you why. Julie, you might see yourself as, I don't know, shy. And it's so funny that mum even had that because I was speaking to my accountability partner yesterday, Sunita, and I said to her, she says, I can't believe that you would say you're shy. I said, I am shy. And then I said, but it's becoming more of a lie. That's exactly what I said straight away. Because I said, I can stand on a stage and speak to 500 people, but I can't walk in the room where there's 500 people. And especially if I'm late, I'm not walking in, you know? So it, it, it really is about how you see yourself. But I know when I talk, I've got something quality to share. So I'm not shy about it. Do you know what I mean? When I perform, I know the steps, so I'm not shy about it. But the minute I come off stage and somebody wants to have an intimate conversation, mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm, no, no, because now you can see me. And it's so crazy. But what I love is that you've just spoke. We've just heard you. And I kid you not, I know why Dawn's come up because she's going to say, Tanya's got cameras in my house, which I have. <laughs> um. <laughs> I want to jump in because I have been debating like, oh, what am I going to do next in my parenting room? And the other week, dating with children came up. And now that we've finally got Julie on the stage, I think it would be an amazing conversation if I can get dad, Julie, mum, all in a room to really talk. Be amazing. To date and have children and that experience because our family dynamic is not normal for a lot of people. It's not, we have found a way to make things work. It hasn't been easy. And I think that it's an important conversation to have. Oh God, that's so, coming up. The Julie. room is, oh gosh. Julie, what have you done, Julie? Oh my gosh. You're not me on the spot. <laughs> Julie, what have you done, Julie? One step at a time. You know what though? What I love is that you spoke. You said that you're here. And one thing, Julie, is, I get a lot of messages that say, I'm just speaking to them. Like, so I don't, there's no one else in that room. I don't know, it's not for anybody else. And so you're not alone. And that's why we have to keep speaking because we're not alone. We're never alone, but we feel alone. And not only that, we're all going through the same shit. It's just a different pile. Yeah. yeah. And honestly, I, I feel so, I feel, sitting in this room this morning and I was quiet I was sitting here like oh I love this but I feel so blessed this morning to be able to sit in the room with my mum with my dad with my sister with my mum with my dad's fiance and actually have honest conversations have uncomfortable conversations because having those uncomfortable and honest conversations is what's actually built our relationships it's why we can be in this room today together amen and I think it's important to talk about it yes I of love, the love that I have for Julie, um, you know, Julie is my cousin as well, as my children's um, dad's partner, and, you know, Julie and I, long before we knew Claudius, we had a relationship from our parents, and love is so, when you really have love, I love, sometimes I'm on a conversation with Julie and Claudius, we're just talking about life. So sometimes the excuses that we give ourselves, the blame that we put on, oh, it's that woman that he's with, or it's this, or it's that. No, it's us. No, it's us. And like I said before in Tanya's room, it's you. It's you and how you choose to deal with that. 
really wanting you to understand this thing on YouTube, it's you and who you choose to look at it. So, Julie, I acknowledge you. You have a lot of value to give. You know, if there's anything in life that comes up, I share with you or she shares with me. We've done a meditation journey together. Um, Julie and I, Tanya was supposed to be in it, but she was not committed. Uh -huh. to it. <laughs> 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 but thank you, Julie. Thank and you, Julie. And Lisa up on the intuition because I was going to call her ass out too. Mm -hmm. Because um, she messaged me this morning. Just going to meet you, Julie, darling. I shared Tanya's um, podcast with her, and um, Dawn has. Uh, something to share with everybody because she's taking up Tanya's offer. So, hey, Dawn. Why you got to bring me out like that? <laughs> I was going to, I said eventually, eventually. So, yes, I will be doing a room. Sorry, good morning, everybody. Grand rising. Grand rising. <laughs> um, yeah, Tanya, <laughs> you hit the nail on the head. You knew, as soon as Julie said that, you knew what I was going to say because it's been an an ongoing, long-running joke that Tanya has cameras hidden in my yard somewhere. She <laughs> can see what I'm doing and she just knows what I'm going through and she just, I don't know, she just seems to always come with the right words or the, the uh, I don't know. Dawn, did you watch Big Brother? <laughs> <laughs> that is Tanya, fully. For real. For real, for real, for real. And it happens every time and I don't know what this girl is on the back. You're not going to want to hear what I think it is because I've said it before, but I'll keep quiet on that one. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what's so funny? When I post some, yeah, that's what she calls it, did you? When I post sometimes on Facebook, I know when Dawn is going to like it. I just wait and I'm like, there she goes. Mm -hmm. She got the message. <laughs> And I'm the same. I personally don't um, stand by religion because I feel like it's another sense of division. That's it for me personally. Um, but 
I fundamentally believe we are all connected to one thing. We all came from one thing. We will all go back to one thing. And that one thing fully supports us and sustains us and teaches us. So yeah, I would more lean into the fact that I'm, I'm a spiritual being having a human experience. And a lot of the things, some of the things that are associated with being spiritual and the practices and all that, mm -mm, that's not my portion. But I can identify that I, yes, I'm a thousand percent a spiritual being. And that's why I feel no way whether I call God, Allah, universe, creator, divine. I know I'm talking about the one thing and there is no difference in my mind and I'm just comfortable. And like you, Dawn, I was raised a Christian. I was then converted to um, a Muslim. And then I made my own decisions that was like, you know what? I'm a feeling to have my own relationship with God because I don't know. I don't know about some of the things I was taught. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know about some of the things that people practice. And that's why I'm like, every individual needs to have their own journey and their own experience, but be willing to challenge what was taught to you and be willing to challenge what you believe because ultimately that changes the outcome. Um, and yeah, like I said, in the move formula, be open guys, be open and allow things to just come to you. Dad, you did put your hand up and I did invite you to the stage. Um, are you coming or are we out for the day? Anyone else in the audience got anything to say? So remember, you can stay connected via email. If you're a little bit like Julie, got a lot to say, but don't wanna to come to the stage. She's gonna to come to the stage more now because now you've done it once, you can do it. The email is shaketheroom underscore ch at mail.com. We look forward to Dawn bringing her rumors. By the way, Dawn does a blog. Dawn, plug your blog, please. How can we find you? She's also just started creating some cards. How can we find this information, please? Uh, okay, so um, the, everything's under New Dawn. So it's either New Dawn Diary, which is um, my blogs, and that's N-U-D-A-W-N Diary. Um, you can just put it in Google and it should come up. And um, the cards are New Dawn, New Day. Again, you should be able to find it if you Google it, but it's New Dawn, New Day, all one word, .co.uk. And actually there's a link to my blogs there as well, so you can go straight there. Thank you. So, yes, it's important that we support each other. Anybody else got anything on the stage that they want to plug? Anybody in the audience want to plug any of their businesses, rooms, anything that you're doing? Let's go. Come on. Let's go. Nobody? Okay. Well, you can find me at All Things Raw Coach T. That's R-A-W, Coach T-double-E. And also, I have plugged back and brought back my own... Um, what's it called website again so you can now find me under pickmeupsticks.co.uk because sometimes that's easier for people to um identify with you can catch my blog on spotify under a cup of tea where you can get the playbacks oh daddy's coming but yeah just stay connected if you missed the room we're going to be sending out emails for you to catch up on just the notes that were shared so please tap in grand rising father Ooh. I would just like to say, beautiful, um, as always, this morning, um, glad to see Julie uh, step up. <laughs> Julie, you can hit your mic to unmute and cuss him out, it's absolutely fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'll send that for later. Because <laughs> <laughs> we have 
have the conversation afterwards, like I, I, I presume a lot of everybody does, but have the conversation. And if, if it does anything uh, for anybody in this room, it's thought provoking and it has a conversation and it make and it's um, it draws in a conversation. You know, there's things that you people might find uncomfortable, but you might find you're comfortable about speaking about them afterwards after you've heard. So you think, hold on, hold on a minute, ain't that bad? You know what I mean? Or, you know, I can sit back a bit and I can deal with that. You know, it ain't as bad as what you think. So I love the rooms. I, you know, I'm, I think I'm the only male. That's know, consistently in, in here. We've got to plug some more males. And um, ready to but... talk on, on dating with children <laughs> and all things, um, how we get into relationships and how we navigate that, aren't you, Father? <laughs> I don't know how far I'm, or how much I am prepared to talk about it, but all I can ever do again is always speak from my personal experiences. I can't speak from anybody else's, and all I can ever do, I can't, up to a point, I can try and advise, but then um, I'd rather. I'd rather just speak from my experiences, and I suppose that's what. It's I'm not about advice. It's actually just about sharing what you what you learned and what you gained. And as I said, I do think that our family okay. dynamic is very interesting. And a lot of people will ask me, "How did your mum and dad get to this place? How are you guys able to do this? How does this work?" And I think us just talking about it, I've found um, oh, well, it heals a lot of people. Oh, yeah. I don't, we don't want advice. Oh, we just oh, yeah, want to say, "This is what we've done," and, and you know, maybe this may work for you. I think, I think that that word that Tanya loves describes me in full, charisma, that's me. <laughs> that's, that's me. <laughs> no, that's me. <laughs> uh, here we go. But um, yes, beautiful, um, as always this morning. So I've got to go and do some work now, people. So I will love you and leave you and may you have a blessed day. Awesome. Thank you all again so much for being here, for all your contributions, for listening, your time and your energy. Trust me, I know that all of you are valuable. So I actually truly appreciate the time that you spend with me. And I pray you all have an amazing day. Be great, guys. Love y'all.